yeah. Hello, hello, hello. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Driving with Why Are You Beeping at Me? The car ain't anywhere damn near me. How is everybody doing today? I, I completely, we're just start from the top. Hello, hello, hello. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Driving with Randy. How is everybody doing today? My name is Road Rage Randy, and this is the Driving with Randy podcast, a podcast I started Almost four years ago from my 2007 Toyota Sienna Silver Edition. We are currently in a 2018 Subaru Forester Black Edition. I hope you guys are all having a fantastic day because you know what? I am. And if you're not, I'm here to make your day. I'm here to brighten your day. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for riding passenger on this glorious day. Now, I am going to talk about something today that some of you probably don't give two fucks about, but I also don't give two fucks that you don't care. So today we're gonna to talk a little bit about um, the last couple weeks and um, my exercise routine because after all, this is a personal journal of my life. So if you're here to gain substantial information on some kind of topic, a, you've never listened to the podcast before, so you don't know that you're just never gonna gain some some crazy insight into how the world works or something from this podcast. Today, we're going to talk about my workout regimen, like I said, but that's because I'm kind of riding this endorphin high off this morning. I had such a good morning. And you know what? Before I talk about that, I was just talking to one of my friends and he said he showed the podcast to one of his buddies. And his buddy like looked at him dead ass serious and said, what this guy is doing is incredible. Like it might not be like a, a Joe Rogan or something, but he's basically taking 20 minutes out of his week to document his life over the past four years and put it out there for not only himself, but other people to listen to. And that's incredible. And that's kind of why I do this podcast. I'm glad he, he sees the, um, insight as to why I do this pot. What are we doing? We're stopping in the middle of the road here. We're going to pass this guy in the wrong lane while there's oncoming traffic. Fuck yeah. All right. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, the workout routine. Why am I so hyped over this? A, we are seven weeks out from the ultra marathon and I have my diet locked in. I have a training plan locked. I mean, it's not really a training plan. I basically wake up, say, what the fuck am I doing today? And then I go think about it. And then I do something and do what the body feels, what the body feels is right. And you know what? It seems to be working. I had an extremely busy last couple of weekends. I was out of town for five weeks in a row. And I, I actually, I have the next, um, three, three or four, I want to say three or four weeks planned out as well, as far as not being out of town, but I have something going on on the weekends. And I've always thought that one of my strong points is getting a workout in no matter what's going on. I was just talking to one of my friends who's on the weight loss journey. And he said, you know, life's been really hectic, but I'm doing what I can to 
um, get something in. And I felt that that is one of my strong points. I guess I don't necessarily feel right if I'm not working out. I don't necessarily feel like I'm in a good, I don't know. It kills me some days when I take a rest day and then I get home and it's like, all right, it's almost time for bed. And I'm like, I haven't done shit today. And sometimes it kills me, but those days are needed. Um, I prefer to try to get something in, whether it's yoga or maybe just like a little three mile run or something. So February was pretty hectic. I didn't necessarily get a good um, quantity of workouts, but the workouts that I did have were a lot of volume and were quality workouts. So what I did this morning was, I, I, I don't know, I felt um, going into it, I'd say over the last couple of weeks, I've really worked towards dialing in the diet, um, doing yoga, and just really making sure that my body feels the best that it can. And you guys been on the, I mean, you guys have listened to the podcast where I've been at low points as far as, you know, spider bites, thyroid, you know, I've had a bunch of low points throughout this podcast, but I'd say right now where I'm, what the fuck? Okay. So, all right. There's a train sided off right here, uh, Norfolk Southern, which is weird because BNSF owns this railway, but it's a Norfolk Southern, I guess they're coming through but it's just sided off right here and the gates weren't down i'm like oh shit is that train coming but we got we got past it we got past it but i anyways i'm at such the a high point in life right now i'd say everything's just going absolutely fantastic and reading this um book i'm not going to talk too much about it because i actually want to finish it before i discuss it further it's called good reason for bad feeling and he touches a little bit about how we focus a lot on low mood disorders, but having too much of good feeling is also a bad thing. So essentially, you guys have been along for the ride um, as far as I've had high points, I've had low points. We're at a very fucking high point right now. We're hyped as fuck. The body felt absolutely fantastic. I went out for a run this morning, and you know what? Mile one was a 7.02, and I, honestly, I planned on keeping that pace for a majority of the run. I, I, I thought, you know what? What we're gonna do is we're gonna run this 10K route that I have, 6.2 miles, and we're gonna try and just hold about a seven minute per mile pace. Um, something a little quicker, get a little speed work in. Um, on Sunday, so Sunday I got back from my trip to Des Moines and I still went out and I got a little workout in. I did 17 miles, um, 2.8K feet of elevation gain. It took about just over three hours and 30 minutes. I want to say three hours, 39 minutes. Um, it was kind of slow, but I was also ankle deep in fucking snow because the snowshoers haven't been out and we've been getting wind and we've been getting snow. It's just been weather has not been ideal. So the situation out there was not ideal. There was a couple miles that I wish I could have ran, but they were walking. But at the towards the end of the run, I my knees started to bother me. And me being the smart trainer that I am these days, instead of trying to push through it, I said, I'm just going to finish out this mile loop right here and then head back to the car because I did want to hit 20. 
I, I would have liked to hit 20, but getting that pain at mile 15 and a half, I'm like, I, I, so I stretched it. So I pulled over and I, I gave it a little stretch. I figured it was my IT band that was bothering me. And when that IT band was stretched, I had zero problems. But the problem is I was running, so it started to get tight real, real quick. So I, I knew it wasn't like a major um, failure, a huge detriment to my knee, but it was something that I should probably just fuck off with and you know let it heal or whatever. So I, I went back to the car and I don't know, it's kind of worrying when you end a run with a little bit of a pain, but um, I, 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 I did what I needed. I gave it the rest that it needed and I went out today and I'm like, if I feel good on this first mile, then I'm gonna keep going. So I ended up running a, okay, well, let me talk about mile three. So basically, the city said, fuck this trail. I'm not de-icing this trail. I'm not gonna put salt on this, this here path. If people wanna use this path, well, you get tripping hazards and you're gonna slip and slide down this fucking hill. I almost fell on my ass and had to slip and slide down the entire hill. Now, I am curious as to what kind of pace I would have held while um, sliding on my ass down this hill. I'm, I'm sure it would have been pretty damn close to that seven minute per mile pace. Um, but anywho, uh, I, I, st I stayed on my feet. I, my barefoot shoes tend to uh, apparently had enough grip to um, get me through it. Um, but anyways, I, I just, I felt so good throughout the course of this entire run. My heart rate was a 176 average. So that is, I mean, it's 30 beats higher than it would be on a normal one of my runs. Like I, I hate going out and breathing hard like that. Like I prefer to go out for distance, but today something in me, the legs just felt good. I've been watching these inspirations on YouTube and I'm like, fuck it, let's get, let's get after it. And I just, I felt very good and I felt very comfortable. Um, it ended up being a record 42.02. And honestly, I, I'd hate to be like, that. that's fucking spectacular. But I, I honestly think that I can do a sub 40. I think I can take, um, what is that, 20 seconds per mile. I think I can take that off if the ideal conditions are there. Um, that means not worrying about ice, not worrying about the damn cars. Like going on a strip of road like this for 6.2 miles, I actually feel like I could run sub 40. And I think long-term goal, that will definitely be the play. But um, as of right now, I don't necessarily, I think it's just risking injury going out and doing something stupid like that. I felt today was definitely needed though. I, I, I felt fantastic, 4202. Um, some of my other workouts that I've been getting in, so I actually, I have a bike ride planned this weekend that I'm hyped as fuck for. Um, I've been, I, okay, so I, I've been telling myself all fucking week, I need to, I need to take it easy. Okay, so apparently CenturyLink is having issues 
because there's another CenturyLink guy right here, and I think CenturyLink's the guy that pulled off earlier. Um, but I, I've been telling myself all week that I'm not gonna get a long run in this week because I, there's a bike race or group ride that I'd like to do. Um, I asked my friend that lives out in Madison if he'd accompany me on this group ride. While he's gonna be in a group ahead of me, we're gonna be doing the same thing, we'll be talking. Um, but for the longevity of the ride, I'm gonna have to go significantly slower than him. So he's gonna ride the first two hours with me. He's got a haircut appointment, so I don't, I, I need him, I need Dan looking fresh as fuck for the women. I, I can't have Dan like missing his appointment. So he's just gonna ride the first two hours with me and I don't know how long this is gonna take. Um, I also don't know what kind of a pace I need to be going at for this long of a period. So basically, when I go out and ride, I don't have a power meter. And when I ride indoors, I have the power meter. So everything I do is based upon the power meter. Um, I don't know what kind of power I can hold for the period of time that this is going to take. So it's 60, it's, it's just under 60 miles, I believe, with 4,000 feet of elevation gain. So I figured that, I think it's going to take four hours with 1,000 feet of elevation gain per hour, but I don't know. He said that the last time he rode this, it took him two hours and 25 minutes, but they were like, absolutely killing it. They were pushing the pace. He was front of the pack and he ended up getting dropped on the last hill. So I don't know what it's going to end up being. I, they do have um, uh, drafting on. So we will be going faster if I'm with a group. So I have to find a group that's going to be going the pace that I want to go. And Based upon my power meter and like uh, the zones that it puts you in, I should be holding about 2.0 watts per kilogram for the entirety of this. And I think that's gonna be my goal, to hold 2.0 for the entirety of it. Now, the first hour is gonna suck, and I've definitely been there. When I did my 50 mile skate, I know what it feels like to ride that first hour and just be like this is fucking stupid like i'm going slow as shit but then by my um hour four you're like fuck my legs are hurting but you're going the exact same pace it's just the muscular failure will happen after a while so i think that's what i'm gonna aim for i'm kind of hyped i've i've never rode that long indoors i think my longest right now might be a two hour i think i did 50 three miles, that's a 50, I, I wanna say, I, no, 46. Maybe 46 is the longest I've done indoors since I got this indoor trainer. Um, you know what, I popped a fucking tire the other day and I was so pissed off. Um, it took me forever to fix that damn thing and I think part of it was just I, I was irritated and I wasn't working well under emotional stress. Uh, I threw I threw the tire and I was I said I, I, I was like you can't get it I'm like I just I need to take a breather I need to take a little cool down and I, I was telling some of my friends that and they're like I just can't imagine you getting 
upset like that. I'm like, yeah, it's it's very very rare, but I was just I was so pressed about getting the fucking I was I was having a great ru- ride. I was like I was 12 and a half miles in, 30 minutes in, so I was looking at like a a 25 mile hour and I was just, I was doing so well and then I noticed something was off. And I looked back and my fucking tires popped. So I was, I was in distress. It was a greasy mess. I haven't been able to clean my bike in the winter. So next time it's nice out, I'm going to get some soap, get some water and get the bike clean because it was a greasy damn mess. I probably spent 45 minutes before I said, you know what? I need to take a breather. I need to take my way. I need to take myself away from this situation and just cool down. So I think after 15 minutes or so, I I I took myself away, and then within two minutes, I I was in a um, good enough state, and I, I I fixed it within like two minutes. But I don't know what the fuck. Looking back at it, what the hell was I doing, struggling for 45 minutes to fix a damn bike tire? It's not that hard. I mean, it definitely wasn't easy. It's I think my third time switching a flat probably my third time switching a tire so it, it it is something that's like all right I don't necessarily remember how to do this but it's something that I needed to get done because if I'm out in the real world not downstairs uh it's something that has to get done and you know what I I my dad came downstairs and he goes you pop a tire I'm like yeah, and he was just joking. He thought I was just messing with the bike, but no, I actually popped it. And I think what happened was the tube got pinched on the trainer. I left it on the trainer for a couple days because I have it set up by my computer and I didn't, I have like just enough room for the trainer. Um, I don't have enough room for my chair over there. So I have to extract my chair from there. I didn't plan on being on my computer for a couple days. So I'm like, you know what? We're gonna. Um, where was I going with this? Oh, I'm like, I'm just going to leave it on the trainer for a couple days. Not a problem. Well, so I filled the tire up with air and I think it ended up pinching on the trainer. So lesson learned, I need to take it off of the trainer, regardless if I'm going to ride it and then put it on, fill the tire, um, before I put it on and boom, we live and we learn. I, I, I got the tire fixed. Um, no harm done. I've gotten a couple good solid rides in since then. Basically, the legs are feeling fucking fantastic. I'm in a damn good mood. I hope you guys are having such a great day. Um, I'm going to end the podcast there. I, I I will report back next week with possibly, um, if I finish this book, I, I've, I'm really enjoying it. And I've been spending about an hour a day reading it. I just um, you know what, actually, while I was in Des Moines, you know, I said I was going to end it, but I'm going to fucking keep talking because I, I can, um, I have the capabilities of speaking. So while I was in Des Moines, um, I got to the hotel and not only did I ask if I could check in early and they were like, yeah, absolutely. They had the, all the rooms cleaned. I was an hour early. I'm like, fuck yeah. I asked if I could get a free upgrade. Now, life hack, ladies and gentlemen, if you are ever at a hotel ask if it's a possibility that you can get a free upgrade now I think the ballsiest thing I ever did was when I was in Orlando Florida for um, the World Cup Stacking Championships 
I, I asked the five-star hotel if we could have a free upgrade. And the way that that guy looked at me was like, bro, the fuck you think you getting a free upgrade for? But at smaller places, especially I was in Urbandale, Iowa. It's just west of um, Des Moines. Essentially, if you ask for a free upgrade, sometimes they'll give it to you because let's say the King Suites like 180 bucks a night and a regular room is like 130 a night. Well, it's easier for them to sell a 130 a night hotel. So if they book all their 130s out, it's like, okay, all we have is this 180 left. But I'm in this area that had, there was six hotels in the same fucking area. It's like, okay, why don't we give this rewards member his uh, just a free upgrade to this King Suite and we can try and sell this 130 because we're booked out of these regular rooms. So it's easier to move me there and take a $30 loss and then make 150 bucks off of selling a regular room than it is to, uh, all right, we're just not gonna make any money because all we have is this empty King Suite and the guy is just gonna go elsewhere. So, so I, I've gotten free upgrades quite a bit of times. It doesn't hurt to ask. The worst they can do is say no. I ended up getting a King Suite all to myself. It was so beautiful. Um, I had, I, they asked what floor I wanted to be on. I was like floor four. I, they're like, um, th three or four. I said, is four the top? She said, yeah. I said, then let's go on the top. And I put, um, I have a classical music playlist on Spotify that I just, I love. I, I put that on my iPad. When I got up there, I turned the heat on a little bit and I just read this book and I just enjoyed myself. I, I had a fantastic time, but I've been trying to put like an hour in, half hour in. I'm only on page 103. I'm a, I'm slow reader, but I try to take in as much knowledge as I can. So there are 269 um, pages to this book. Um, so hopefully within the next two weeks I finish it and then we'll have a podcast. I do feel like I'm retaining a lot more information than I did the immortality key. Um, but yeah, I guess at the beginning of the podcast I said you're not going to gain any kind of substantial knowledge into how you can improve or benefit your life. But ladies and gentlemen, ask for the free upgrade. Shoot your shot. What are they going to do? The worst they can do is say no. Don't be afraid of some rejection. Actually, I listened to his. Uh, you know what? I'm. Not, I'm. I was just gonna. Uh, I'm, we're gonna end it there, um, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate you guys tuning in to today's podcast. Um, I. I. I think this is quality. I. I enjoyed this episode very, very much. I'm. Just, I'm in a very, very good mood. I, I hope I brighten some of your guys' day. Go brighten someone's day, ladies and gentlemen. Go ahead, follow me on Twitter at Thoughts by Randy. Uh, you know, the, the Reddit exists, but the Reddit ain't getting used. Um, I forgot to talk about that. I, I was also on a live stream, got interviewed. You know what? 
that's for another day, another time. We're going to add that to the podcast notes. We'll talk about it another time. I've, I've, I've taken up too much of your day already. Go ahead, leave five stars or four stars. or Perhaps this is a one-star podcast. I don't know. Go ahead, leave some stars. Ladies and gentlemen, I just appreciate you guys being here. I hope I see you back next week. If I don't, I hope you have a wonderful life. Peace.